I feel kind of like unaccepted in a way like they're not even like trying to get to know me in a way even though it's just my name from the daily northwestern i'm erica schmidt this is defining safe a podcast looking at the intersection of identity and student life at northwestern that was communication sophomore aditi ram a student who has heard her name mispronounced throughout her life. Aditi Ram, my first name, it's a Sanskrit name, so it's like a syllabic language. So the first syllable would be a, the second syllable would be the, and the last syllable would be thi. And then my last name is three letters, which is pretty basic, Ram. Ram's name comes from the Hindu religion. Aditi refers to the mother of all gods. Ram said there's an aspect of her name that is infinite because it means the mother of all things. While Ram likes her name, her parents called her Anju growing up. On the other hand, her friends called her different things like Didi or Aditi with nuances in pronunciation. Ram struggled with these differences. My name has given me an identity crisis growing up. When I think of myself, I think of myself in those nicknamed personas rather than Aditi because Aditi itself has always been on the back burner for me. I feel like my true like birth name has no real persona behind it. Ram said that sometimes she doesn't like when people don't make an effort to pronounce her name correctly. One of the most common mispronunciations she's encountered is Adita. Ram explained how learning an unfamiliar word starts with sounding it out. But when people get to names they're not familiar with, they like don't take the time to like sound it out in a way that seems like they're not trying. My name is not that hard, it's like five letters, but a lot of the times I'll get like Adita, Adia. I feel like we're making up rules we don't need to make up. I'm Damilala Olabanji. Weinberg sophomore Olabanji's name is a Yoruba name from Nigeria, which translates to God has given me wealth. Like Ram, Olabanji has seen a variety of nicknames throughout her life. One that stuck was Dami. She said that sometimes people use nicknames to avoid learning her name. People are like, oh, I can't even pronounce that. Let me just get a nickname. Then I'm like, that's literally just my name. Like, let's give some... I guess respect. That's kind of rude. Like, you're like, yeah, I'm not even gonna try. What if I'm like, no, you can't call me that. So now what? You're just not going to dress me by my name. Olabanji said she gets exhausted having to explain her name to new people. The very first thing you do when you meet people is like, introduce yourself. And already I feel like it was an obstacle. Like, I haven't done anything yet. I have to now, like, explain my name and they're like, oh, do you have a nickname? Like, it's already like I'm some type of issue because they have to figure out how to pronounce my name. She put the pronunciation on her Instagram to avoid this conversation in college. Olabanji said this prevents her from needing to correct people as often. There's still a barrier, though. As she said, some professors and peers still take an excessive amount of time out of class to pronounce her name. I'm glad that you were trying to pronounce my name right. On the other hand, I felt like there was just too much focus on it that I kind of just want to move on from this and just get through this. It's kind of bittersweet. Linguistics professor Jennifer Cole explained the role familiarity and pronunciation can play when it comes to names. There isn't any sense in which a particular sound is universally hard or easy. It's a question of whether a sound is familiar or an unfamiliar for a person given the languages that they already speak. When there is a sound uncommonly used in your language, 
Cole said your voice may need to adapt. It's going to be more challenging to produce because you're asking your vocal tract, which involves your tongue and your jaw and your larynx, to do something new, to coordinate all of its activities in a new way, to produce a new kind of sound or a new sequence of sounds that you're not already practiced with. One example Cole used is pronouncing a Chinese person's name as an English speaker. It's going to be really challenging because we have to pay attention to the pitch and then make sure that we have registered what the correct pitch is for that name and then learn to control that part of our own speech when we're pronouncing that name. Rom said that if a person puts in an effort to pronounce her name correctly, she is not upset when they mispronounce her name slightly. But she struggles with the idea that people who have non-Western names alter their name's pronunciation to accommodate to others. Like, kind of hurts me, because then even in the house, that Western pronunciation is being perpetuated, which I personally feel should not be the case, especially in the household where you should be able to pronounce freely. Ola Banji said she feels like she has to accept the mispronunciation of her name as a black woman in the U.S. I bring up the fact that I'm black, like even it's visible, people don't want to speak about it. Like that also just ties into my name. It's like, okay, here's another thing that's not like white Eurocentric that I have to accommodate to. Cole said that even though it is common for people of other cultures to mispronounce names, she recognized that there is a cultural bias among languages. Cole said that there's a favoritism toward the English language because of its global use within science and other fields. If you're in the United States and you're a native speaker of English and you're meeting somebody who's coming from another country or in another linguistic background, then I think some people feel that the effort should be on the part of the person who's entering into uh, our cultural space. And so that's another kind of bias in terms of what expectations people have about who has to do the work to accommodate the different linguistic differences and cultural differences. People living in major metropolitan regions are exposed to cultural diversity. Cole said this can sometimes mean that people from cities may have more confidence in pronouncing unfamiliar words and names. She provided two steps to approaching new names. First step is to try not to be hung up on getting it just right and being perfect because the person you're talking to is going to really appreciate that you're making the effort. And the second advice is to be open to correction, to be open to suggestions for what you might do differently in your pronunciation. And it's trial and error. From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Erica Schmidt. Thanks for listening to another episode of Defining Safe. This episode was reported and produced by me. The audio editor of the Daily Northwestern is Lawrence Price. The digital managing editor is Anjali Mittal, and the editor-in-chief is Jacob Fulton. Make sure to subscribe to the Daily Northwestern's podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud to hear more episodes like this.